let me get this straight. You find yourself in the kitchen. You see an eclair in the receptacle. And you think to yourself, what the hell? I'll just eat some trash. No, 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 no. It was not trash. Was it in the trash? Yes. Then it was trash. It wasn't down in. It, it was sort of on top. But it was in the cylinder. Above the rim. Adjacent to refuse is refuse. It was on a magazine. It still had the little doily on. Was it eaten? One little bite. Well, that's garbage. But I know who took the bite. It was my girlfriend's aunt. Well, you, my friend, have crossed the line that divides human and bum. You are now a bum. Hello. Hi. I was just yelling about my number keypad. Yes. Why, why is the number lock key still a thing? Who doesn't want their numbers to work? It's like... I I'm... keep accidentally hitting it and then the number pad doesn't work. And I try to name the files and they don't get named right because I can't put the right number on because the number pad's off and I gotta remember the unlock. I mean, who is saying to themselves, you know what? No numbers for me. In the near future, Why? I will need none of them. If you have a number pad as part of your keyboard, you obviously want to use it. What is the point of turning them off? I don't know. Why is that a feature I that don't... exists? I don't know. Who asked for this? I don't know. Who? Garbage. <laughs> no numlocks. Okay. Hi. <laughs> How are you all doing? How, how's everybody today? Welcome to December. Oh, oh God. Yeah. See, that's why we're like this. I mean, that's... The excuse I'm claiming this week for why we're like this. I mean... We're always like this. We had a nice Thanksgiving. It was fine. It was like a little time off. We're like, whoa, is this what time off is like? Maybe we should do this more than once a year. But we don't have the time to have but we off. don't, yeah. There's too much to do. There were a lot of complicated feelings, so... Listen. Yeah. We ate those feelings and they were delicious. They were. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, just a little bit of news you for y'all. <laughs> well, one of these days, there'll be a lot of news, and I won't say it. You're going to say, there's a lot of news. But that is not today. No, it is not. No. Okay. Okay, so. So. Uh, the Kingery made it up to number 24 <laughs> on the sci-fi charts in Nigeria. Okay. And Major Machine made it up to number 14 on the sci-fi charts in Ireland. Wow. Welcome, Irish and Nigerians. Yes. Why do you always laugh? It's a cool thing. It's just like your thing lately. You're like, I'm going to check this every week now. It's a cool thing. Okay. It's a cool thing. I'm proud of all the people working yes. so hard on those shows. Okay. An audience liking yep. their work. Hello, new listener. <laughs> okay. Um, Cylon, the secret and impossible league of the Noosphere, just wrapped up its first season. So congratulations Hooray! to Hooray! Darian Lindell and Vincent Morrison and Paul Brueggemann and all the cast who worked on that show. And I hope you enjoyed that season. It was uh, unusual, you know, to have it over so quick. We we rarely do that, release it so fast. We did that with Dreamnasium yeah. and we did that here. But uh, So that's a little strange. And if you're one of those people who waits till all the episodes are out well they're out now okay that's right go listen go listen go listen right now go listen since you can't wait what do you, what's stopping you yeah they're there <laughs> okay okay that was a little aggressive we are um <laughs> we're fine uh the 2022 pendy award voting is now over i will very shortly be contacting the winners 
and uh, to get their little acceptance speeches, which you will hear as the first trip in January, the results of all of your votes. So I hope you voted, and if you didn't, shame on you, it's too late now. Uh, <laughs> We're not being very nice to our listeners this episode. <laughs> being okay. fine yeah so that's all that we have enjoy <laughs> but you have a happy new year heck yeah see you end on an up note okay i see what you did there up Woo. note sure from all over the place we have Tilly Bridges, Susan Bridges, Jillian, Samantha, me, and maybe a couple more people. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hi. Hello. See, I waited until everyone else was done so you get me by myself. I wanted to do a whole, like, you know, cheering section kind of thing. Go ahead. Go ahead and cheer. No, oh, I did your... already. Oh, See? Okay. Okay. Simultaneously. That's yeah. the way. <laughs> this is the way. All right. So we're doing a roundtable this month. Something a little different. And um, how's everybody doing? Good. Cool. Being in there. About the awesome. same as the last time you talked to us. A month ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, that's so, a thing in this day and age. Yeah. So does everybody want to um, kind of introduce themselves and maybe real quick when you found your way to Pendant? I'll go ahead and start. Um, okay. This is Jillian Morgan. I'm the director of Kingery and have been for five seasons, nine years. Um, I did the math on that recently. Wow. Um, I am old, uh, <laughs> um, and but I've also you know, co-directed uh, Dreamnasium and Archer and Armstrong. I was assistant director on Tabula Rasa, and I've written several seminar shorts and vocal appearances all over the place. And currently playing Cal and Edward on Genesis Avalon Patriot. Uh, that's that's a weird thing, I know, but just go with it. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I first found Pendant probably back about 12, 13 years ago now. Um, just ran across it on LiveJournal. I remember that. Um, wow. saw, oh my God. <laughs> saw a uh, listing for a uh, series they were doing at the time. I was like, oh, this sounds kind of interesting and I like old-timey radio. And uh, I joined in and I've been stuck ever since. Five seasons, man. That's amazing. Nine years. Right. I like the cheeseburger, River. What can I say? <laughs> that's a very old reference Whoa. yes it is I am very old <laughs> uh, should I go next sure all right um, so I'm Sammy or Samantha um, and I haven't been with Pendant super long I think it's only been like maybe three years maybe four um, and I got my start in seminar. I was just an assistant director helping uh, VC Morrison. And then I had the great honor of directing Mage and Machine, which has been really great for the last two seasons. And um, yeah, I think that's, that's me. 
I thought you were around long. It seems like you've been like part and parcel. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's been a great adventure. Um, nobody else would give this opportunity, right? So um, I'm forever grateful to Susan and Tilly for letting me join in. I just found like a Yahoo. <laughs> I found like a Yahoo group. Some, I think. Yeah, we used to have one when those were a thing. Yeah, we yeah. did. And that's how I found my, I just like wormed my way in. I was like, hey, I want to sound design. Can I do it for you? <laughs> and um, yeah, and so now here I am and I've been sound designing and this is like really the only place I sound design. So it's been- um, really It is we stuff. who are, are grateful for you. That is true. Um, likewise, likewise. Yeah. And I, I don't think you, Susan and I, I mean, you hear us every every month you, on this you know show. What we do. You know who we are. We you didn't find our way here. We just created it from the sea foam. So yes, <laughs> we made a deal with a witch. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's really witch deals. Sorry, what was that? I said, "Yay, witch deals." <laughs> oh yes, yay, witch deals. <laughs> Um, I started in Pendant as a fan, as like an Uber fan, and listened to everything. Yeah. Um, yep. Had the pleasure of meeting Tilly and Susan a couple times as work had me out and about. Um, and one day, Tilly sent me an email that made my head explode about doing the interviews. So this interview is the 10 year anniversary of me doing the interviews. Wow, wow, amazing. So I wanted to do something different, kind of like I did the retrospective back at the five year, which uh, Lynn and Bell helped put together. Um, but I wanted to do something a little different this time around. And if this one goes well, maybe we'll do some more with some more people and that would be cool. You're mad with power. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're you're the one that made me an associate producer once you had me start previewing the uh, the shows before they went out. <laughs> well, we need somebody who wants to listen to everything to do that, and so you were the right person for the job. That's right. I love doing it, except I have to sit on stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a month before I can make comments, other than you guys wait till you hear this thing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was the perfect gig for a fan. And I'm still like the biggest fan. When I start interviewing like Genesis Avalon folks again, it'll be like, okay, how do I not fanboy my way through the whole interview? Because <laughs> if you go back and listen to the one I did with Laura Post, I practically almost like didn't keep it all together. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our favorites and that's okay. Except for us, we don't have favorites. That's, That's right. We, <laughs> we love every single show and creator equally. And actor, and yes. Creator mm -hmm. counts for actors, show creators, writers, directors, they're, they're the creatives, I should say then. Every show and creative is loved absolutely equally, 100% across the board. No favoritism. <laughs> I save. <laughs> so... Um, let, let me ask folks, and, and some of these questions may have been asked to Tilly and Susan um, last month, but over the years, what do you think the most surprising thing 
has come out of pendant for you guys like we've been in it for a while but we didn't realize or you didn't realize this could have happened this thing mm -hmm. i, I thought dream was easy oh let, let them go we, okay yeah. answered this last book. you're right so yeah. go ahead <laughs> I was gonna say, I think Dreamnasium was a huge, huge uh, accomplishment for oh for Pendant. Uh, we had a uh, a big name writer who's written like Star Trek and all these wonderful shows that he's done over the years and two books and whatever, and let us play with his toys for a while. And not you know, just we all let us, to... but asked us to. Yes, asked us to. Yes, yeah. and, and he's a, he's a huge fan too. And that, that's a little mind boggling to me <laughs> that <laughs> that you know actual Hollywood types like us. They really like us. Samantha? Sorry, my dog is just walking around in the background. I was trying not to. <laughs> a little toning. Um, I would say just working with amazing talent um, has been really, really very cool. Um, and that kind of sounds like a cop-out answer, but I am not, I have never been in like a theater kind of environment, except for like a couple of semesters in high school. And so um, it's been really cool to like hear people read the lines that you've been reading over and over you know <laughs> and like um put it all together into a great story and uh, it's been really cool awesome and mc Earl garcia has just joined us hello M. M is on mute oh one second apparently i needed to give permission to be recorded ah. <laughs> hello hi hello. good day apologies for the tardiness all good. Um, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Em. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Thank you. Because I'm a pro, a professional. Uh, what What would you like to know in my introduction? Um, how you, you know, just kind of an intro of who you are and how you found Pendant kind of thing. Oh, that's my favorite story because... <laughs> It was, um, I'm M. Ciro Garcia, uh, um, uh, administrative professional, genius by day, uh, voice goofball by night. Yeah. Um, back, way back in 2005, when I- We are old! When I had, when I still had an AOL account. <laughs> they sent me so many coasters. <laughs> oh yeah, just crazy. I remember paying a hundred dollars a month for that stuff. And like now when it went free, I was pissed and got, was part of a lawsuit to get some of that money back, but that didn't happen anyway. And I thought, well, this will be fun. So I started listening and I was, then I saw that there were some other things along with some original stuff. I said, this is great. And, um, amongst my friends, I always answered the phone like, hello, thank you for calling. And I thought like, this is, I'm just gonna be somebody's voicemail one day. <laughs> and there was an audition for an elevator. They needed an elevator voice. And so I, I sent the audition with my elevator voice. Thank you. Would you like a cocktail? It, I, I have a cold, so it's not coming out as well, but um, I was very excited to be model 53E personal transportation system um and i to this day i remember the name of my character 
their air quotes there um, <laughs> as the elevator. And then I just got hooked with all of the super fun stuff. And then I found some other groups, but I, Pendant continues to thrive uh, in the in the independent and original world. And I, I love that. I love that. Awesome. So what we're talking about now um, is what over the years has surprised you the most about um, like what thing has been like, oh, I never expected that would happen in like all the time you've been in Pendant. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I have a moment like that. I know when um, when uh, the Brassy Battalion came out on CD, that was super cool. It wasn't like a what kind of moment. It was a yes. And then there was a graphic novel at one point um, with, um, oh God, I forget her name. Please forgive me. I have long COVID that's affecting like all of my connected to connected oh, to no. and my oh, memory no. and my um, my I'm, I'm exhausted all the time and I forget why. Um, so <laughs> long COVID rules. Um, I just every, every there's always the the what moments or the the new talent that I hear and the stories that come up like I never thought of that or that's amazing or who is that voice? Just, it's always a nice, it's a, it's more of a pleasant surprise of the, you know, where they find really great talent and the folks who are coming out of the woodworks. Um, you know, there's a lot of great talent who are professional voice actors. And then you have dopes like me who are like, I want to make voices. Um, and I, I, the, just the talent that have of people who have moved from being a dope like me to becoming a professional voice artist. Those that's, that to me is like, I love that Pendant has created that space where people can develop. And that's the more like, wow, I didn't think that would happen kind of thing. I agree. So I've, I've got the, the comic for um, Dixie. Dixie Stenberg and in the Brassy Battalion, that's it. That's her. In my <laughs> hand, in my hand, I know we're not doing video, but in my hand, I am holding my patch. My Brassy Battalion patch. Hand, and in my left hand, I have my active radioactive radio starring Johnny Franks patch oh. as well. Oh, I totally it on my desk. So. I would I wish there was like a patch for Misfortune Divine because she went through a lot. Of, are, what, <laughs> what, are we PG? What would that look like? 13 or, or can I curse? Where are we PG here? 13 generally for Twip. Okay, so I can, yeah. like, if the S word comes out, it's not a problem. What, okay. Would patch, okay. what would the patch for Misfortune Divine look like? She would have this wonderful, happy grin, but this look in her eyes, like, <laughs> dear God, save me. Um, <laughs> while she was holding some sort of contraption, I think the best one was, there was one, there was one contraption where like it just, it sliced and clipped and did all of these things, but she was like basically being shredded. So was that the razor blade? Yes, yes. And then there was the, the hoodoo, who poo poo, something made of bird poop that was supposed yeah. to help. <laughs> it was a face cream. It was a face cream <laughs> yeah. that like, I remember thinking, I remember recording that with Seth, God rest him. Um, so what I did was I, I took Tabasco sauce and I had a paper cut. So oh, I put Tabasco oh my sauce on my paper cut. Oh, and no. that's how I recorded the, you know, 
it's it's wonderful it feels amazing and um that that's the wow life. that's dedication i like i again god rest him seth i i loved working with him and he always brought out like well could she be in more pain like <laughs> be, like imagine your eyeballs are being pulled into a different dimension from the back of your head with hot pincers and that's what i'm looking for okay um those were always really fun moments uh, <laughs> but that's what her patch would look like she'd just have this big beautiful smile with ruby red lips and those victory rolls in her hair and just this look in her eyes like dear god somebody call the aclu or osha because this is wrong <laughs> This is wrong. <laughs> oh, wow. I've, I've toyed with the idea of bringing Noel and Miss Fortune back in like little seminar shorts, but <gasps> I've never settled on exactly what that would be or why I would do it. But it's been an idea that's been floating around in my head for like five years. So maybe someday. That's like a court case would be involved. <laughs> <laughs> if all the considering all the all the contraptions and bullshit you see that on uh, instagram that they're constantly trying to sell you um there's got to be some sort of like in the day of like of instagram i i feel like those two would have one of those like and you too can lose 300 pounds with this thing and misfortunes like she's blue like all of her fingertips are blue and her feet are blue and she's just smiling <laughs> there with her victory rolls like just like a good american girl <laughs> oh man i from uh, speaking as a fan tilly that's gotta happen <laughs> well would, you know there's, awesome. there's only so much time to go around and we have so many projects like right now i think we might have mentioned this in our interview last month but right now susan and i have this giant cork board to track all of our writing deadlines and we've got like seven or eight projects on it and that doesn't include any pendant stuff that we're already doing so uh, it's just like a, a time issue. It's it's there's only so many hours in a day, sadly. So um, it's rough, but maybe maybe sometime. If I could write worth a damn, I would help you <laughs> and, and be I, like, okay, I can do this. Because <laughs> before, personally, I just I'm here like uh, just sitting on the edge of my seat waiting for a new Henderson and Havner because that's another <laughs> insane thing to do. Yeah, that's another but thing we would the, love to do more. But oh. the concept yeah, you mentioned of, that last time. Tell the yeah. concept of misfortune divine and 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 oh you just said his name noel noel the um, amazing noel amazing that noel. Would be all. <laughs> or maybe just a really strange crossover with noel misfortune <laughs> um henderson and havner like in some weird like everything's about the multiverse now um <laughs> so why not well we had the what was it 15th anniversary gathering where we did that I think it was the That's 10th. right. Was it 10? No, you're right. It was the 10th. 10th. Who knows? What is time anymore? <laughs> when you've been around so long, you don't know which anniversary had which special event. I mean, <laughs> we're only like a year and a half away from the 20th anniversary now, so it melts my brain. Wow. I mean, wow. at this moment, it's it's BC and AC, before COVID and after COVID, and that's all I can handle. Yeah. <laughs> So um, before I ask the next, toss out the next question, Susan and um, Tilly, did you have an answer for the 
surprising question. Not any different than we had last month, I nope. don't think. Other, okay. other than the fact that we're still here and still doing these, but I might have even said that last month. So. Probably. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I'll toss this one out. And if we decide to decline this one, totally understand. Since we brought him up, um, I want to take a moment to honor Seth because he was here in or near the very beginning and contributed yeah. so much and really, I think, was foundational for a lot of things. So any memories or anything that you want to say about Seth? Seth was a joy to work with. I worked with him uh, very closely on uh, all of Dixie. And um, he was instrumental in getting uh, Kingery off the ground because he was the first director on Kingery. He was directing Kingery and Dixie at the same time for like four months at the beginning, I think. Um, and then we quickly realized that was too much. Uh, he needed to break. Uh, <laughs> but he, he loved audio drama so much. Um, he was the biggest Dixie fan too. He was. And oh. in fact, um, I think I've mentioned this, but uh, Dixie came about uh, because of Seth because he he came to me and said, I would really love to do something in the style of an old time radio show, maybe with a lady lead. And that was like all he said, and that got me thinking and that all of Dixie sprung out of that. Um, so yeah, he was just the kindest, most wonderful guy. And he was a joy to work with. He was, he was a really great creative partner and I miss him a lot. Seth was, I'm gonna get choked up. I'm actually gonna do it now. Um, he was a great friend. He was a great kind friend who was, his candor was always delivered in the most kind and loving way. So I, I appreciated him as a dear friend and as a great director and a great writer and a great like scene partner to bounce stuff off of and you know, whenever I wanted to record and I just wanted to, like, I could just easily ping him and go, can you, can you hop on Skype and we could do it together? And then we'd end up laughing. Most of the time we'd be laughing. And then I laughed at him like, you're the one who has to clean these lines up, mother. Um, uh, so that was always fun. He just, he was, he's a, I, a very long time ago, I sent him, I was at Comic-Con and I was, I won this super cool, like, pop batman figurine in the in a in the car and i was like i am sending this to seth right now this very second and i sent it off to him and then um his sister and i were chatting while uh they were ten taking care of you know cleaning of tidying things up and she said is there anything of seth's that you can recall and i said i'd actually i'd love to have that batman and if you find them if your nephews love it, then they should have it. But if you find it, I, I, I would really love to have that little bit of Seth. And it, it's still in my living room. It sits in my living room in pride of place. Like I'm in the process of redecorating and the woman was like, well, we can paint this and we can move this. And do you need, don't touch the Batman car. <laughs> it's my, it's my little, like, uh, in the Latin culture, you, you, you kind of keep those sentimental things, those ofriendas of the people who have moved on and like he's on the same shelf as like my dad and my grandma yeah i only briefly got to work with seth uh by the time i joined he he was starting to move on i did get to work with him briefly 
on Tabula Rasa, and he was he was fun. I enjoyed listening to his to what he did in his work. But he was one of the first voices that really drew me in to Pendant, mm-hmm. and I just really enjoyed listening to him and Pete were the two voices that were like. Ooh, I like these voices. They were they were my first pendant voice crushes, I guess I'll say. Um, <laughs> and uh, to this day, I'm still a little intimidated when I talk to Pete, even when we do commentary for Kingry. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's he he had that kind of a uh, presence about him that just about his voice that just really you wanted to listen to him, you wanted to hear what he was going to do. And so I, that was a really cool thing about him. So that's what I'll be taking taking away from. Him. And I don't think I ever had the pleasure of working with Seth, but it sounds like he was truly a pleasure. And it's, um, I'm, I feel very sad that I missed the opportunity based on your reactions and memories. I remember listening to Seth when I first started, when I first found Pendant. And when I joined the Yahoo group, he sent me a very warm email welcoming me which really just stood out um and he was one of the earlier interviews that i got to do um i just looked it up it's it's twip 24 if anybody ever wants to listen to him um he i and, and i was still very much um nervous about doing interviews back then and he said to me and i can't remember if this is in the interview or before we started or after we were done recording but he said you know you know you're a voice actor now you know you're not on the outside so he he was again very welcoming and very reassuring and i remember that about him just being very inclusive so yeah he was. He was. Um, he was just like the biggest, warmest, friendliest guy you could have ever met. And uh, the one thing that uh, it still sticks in my head and always will is that you know he closed out every single uh, episode of Dixie. He got the last line always, which was "Stay safe, America, and good night." And his reading of it lives in my head because he said it the same way every time, and it just it brings me joy every time I I remember his voice saying that line. So. I may have to go back and listen to Dixie again, just from this conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's all Seth. I mean, full of Seth. he directed uh, 45, the first, I think, 45 of the 50 episodes. He was mm-hmm. the uh, announcer voice in all 50, and uh, he set the tone of the show, uh, the, like the, the, yeah. the audio tone that you hear. You know, he created the mm-hmm. world that maintained through everything, and he his sound design was brilliant, and so... Um, it's a very goofy show, but um, Seth's work on it is, uh, there's nothing funny about it. It was okay. tremendous. And his announcer voice was like serious, but you could feel the little bit of humor behind yes. it always. And it that was, was really Even when he was serious, serious you yeah. could hear his smile. Yeah. He's like, this is so fun. So, yeah, it's great. Dear, I... dear listeners, this is how he referred to all of us, the yes. audience, dear listeners. So, mm-hmm. Bridges is, I recently pointed someone yesterday to Dixie Stenberg in the Brassy Battalion. Um, And she tore through the first season and into the second season. And she sent me a note. She's like, this is the best thing I've ever heard. Said, I know, right? Yay! Yay. Oh, Sethi. All right. So 
Um, I want to also make sure I'm not forgetting anyone because I don't want to dis be disrespectful, but is there anybody else that we need to mention um, other than Seth? You mean that we've lost? Yes. Uh, Chip Joel. Uh, right. He was a voice actor that worked with us for a long time. Uh, mm -hmm. He was in Kingery. Uh, he was in Dixie. I don't remember if he appeared in uh, any of the other shows because I don't. The, many of them have gone on for a long time, and I don't have all of the casts memorized. But um, he was in Kingery. Had a major role there. He was mm -hmm. in the original uh, Jawbone. Yes. Yes. Right. And he was in multiple episodes of Dixie. Um, I believe playing generally intelligent Joe, but I'm not positive. Um, it's been a long time. And I, again, Dixie, right. had a, Dixie had a giant cast, so I don't necessarily remember. But um, And he was also a uh, professional voice actor. Um, and he loved working with us and he was great. So losing him was definitely a big loss. Yeah. I, Those are the, I, him and I, Seth, I think, are the only ones that okay. I know of that we've lost. And so I'm cheating and I have the pendant website up and I can confirm who played generally intelligent Joel or Joe. Because I just looked up the cast list and that is a really long cast list. Yeah. <laughs> well, over 50 episodes, you know, a lot of people appear. So yep. that show always had a huge cast. Yes, it did. <laughs> it's like if we did a Kingery, a full Kingery cast list with everybody that's ever had a single line in there. Oh, that would be a long list. And half of them would be me. <laughs> and, um, actually, that this was something that uh, I mentioned um, in our interview last month with Jordan, but uh, I've been slowly adding all of Pendant stuff to IMDb because they allow podcast series mm -hmm. now and all of Kingery is up there. So you Woo! can go to the Kingery page and you can see every actor who's ever appeared in the show with even one line. They're all listed there. Uh, Dixie is also up there. Um, uh, Tabula Rasa is up. I'm in the process of adding, I don't know, a bunch of other stuff. There might even be a couple others that are done. Uh, Dreamnasium's up there. Uh, so uh, it's it's a long, it's a very long, slow process because a lot of our shows have many episodes and so many people in all of them and it takes forever. So uh, it'll probably be a long ongoing project, but yeah. Can I, can I go in and fix the period after the M? Uh, if they'll let you, that I don't know. IMDb is very particular about things, but you can definitely try. Okay. Submit, the, submit a little thing and tell them you want to change. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it appeared in there. Um, you were already in when I went to add you for shows. Somebody else had already added you for something, and it was there, and so I had to tag you because it was the right person. Oh, so I know who yeah. it is. I can fix this. Yeah, everybody okay. puts a period after the M, and I'm just. Like, I know you don't like it there. I don't. It's not M period. It's M forever. <laughs> there I right, am. I had drinks at number... brunch, so I'm a little tipsy. <laughs> so there I am as asshat number three. That was fun to record, by the way. Awesome. What a I'm going to have to tell my role. wife that she's on there because uh, she's played Samantha yeah. Star ever. <laughs> yeah. So she's, she's identified with that now. Lovely. <laughs> oh my god. Ah, I'm with landlady and tabula tabula rasa. There was a mm -hmm. point where previously on pendant i think i had a role on almost every show i loved that i loved having like 12 i had a lot more free time back then and <laughs> and like you know i felt like i was much more talented back then and then i had throat surgery and i was like nah i'm done 
I'm terrible. I suck at this. Um, I God, I loved that was one of the things like in in like the big boon <clears throat> of of all the billions of shows knowing like sitting down and going oh no i have seven scripts to record and i could spend a saturday afternoon and just rock them all out it was and i would print them out and look at them and highlight them because of my um uh uh dyslexia i needed to print them in a specific font so i could read them better um and it was just oh, i miss that i miss that a lot it was such a delight and such so much fun I, just I, think you should, I think you should keep doing it. Sadly, the mortgage gets to get paid. So I, my time is getting screwed. <laughs> I can relate to that. Okay. That's so, amazing work, Tilly. That can't be, that's just okay. got to be long backbreaking. Thank you for putting the pendant stuff in, in, in yeah. IMDb and you too, Susan. If yeah, it's, um, you know, they're, <laughs> their system is very old and very backward and not user friendly and they're very particular about everything if you don't do it the exact right way they'll reject it and, you and have they to didn't fix it. accept podcasts at first right. and then they did accept podcasts but it was underneath television so then i was constantly getting emails from people thinking i was a television producer yeah and then i was like oh god this is terrible yeah. and now they finally <laughs> separated it out to podcasts so it makes yeah. sense to most people and that's right. why it's happening now yeah um, but yeah, it's so I, it's important, you know, uh, we always want to credit everybody and um, it, you can get people get jobs based on their IMDb pages. So mm -hmm. um, it's yeah, and our manager was kind of honest about because people go look at our IMDb stuff right. and it didn't look good. <laughs> so any but yeah, it's, um, it's slow. I mean, like this last week, I was so busy, I didn't get to add anything. And some days I only get to put one or two new episodes in. Um, but it's a, a little thing I do when I have 10, three minutes, I might drop another episode in. And it's tough though, you know, cause then you got to go to the episode and you got to look up the credits and then you got to put them all in. And is this the right person or is this the fifth person with the same name? And <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of uh, data I, entry yeah. and busy work. I but. even had two separate accounts. You and did. I had to figure out how to get them to merge. <laughs> yeah, cause we appeared on someone else's podcast and, and they, they made you a new in, entry and you were there, but you I were on. Yeah, it's a, uh, well, and it's a mess, but we're slowly getting it up there. So yeah, keep an uh, eye out. Being being That's the awesome. administrative goddess that I am, if you do require some administrative assistance and just some data entry, I'm happy to volunteer a Saturday afternoon where I'll just sit and type for you. I, I'll do that with like, absolutely just put on some music and type away. And I've just noticed that someone entered my name and spelled my name wrong. So thank you for spelling my name right, Bridgeses. <laughs> we try. If you can say charcuterie, you can spell Sierra. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Sorry, digressing again. So um, I'm gonna toss out a new topic. Um, trying to keep an eye on time so Tilly doesn't lose her mind when she's editing all of this stuff. Yay, thank you. Because <laughs> you don't want this to be 30 hours long? Come on. <laughs> I am resisting the urge of asking him to pull out the ukulele. Just saying. <gasps> Which one? I have like six in front of me right now. <laughs> so, um, what? Let me ask each of you. If you could do anything in pendant, what would it be? 
start with Samantha. Sure. Um, I mean, it's kind of what I'm already doing, but I would love to direct the next season of Mage and Machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, I, will, I don't want to speak for Blinky. Um, there is an outline for the season, although she wasn't entirely happy with it. She was still working on some things. And um, so I'm not sure exactly when uh, that will happen, but it is still the plan um, as soon as um, she is comfortable and ready to get into scripting them. Um, yeah. yeah, but I don't yeah. want to uh, interrupt your answer. So please continue. No, no, that, I mean, that's pretty much it. I just, I enjoy it so much, um, despite always being late. I'm sorry, Tilly. Uh, <laughs> I do really enjoy it. And um, I think Blinky is brilliant and I know she's mm -hmm. very busy. So, um, but yeah, that's. It's such a fun show, right? And you do yeah. amazing work on it and it's it's a joy to listen to, so. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, no, it's, it's a joy to create. So <laughs> I'm glad it translates. Fanboy here is really digging it. I, I really enjoyed it. It's a lot of fun. Okay. <laughs> That's uh, going back to that first question. I would say one of the weirdest things is thinking that other people are listening to work you've created. Like that's mind-blowing hey. to me. How about you, Jillian? Well, I mean, I've done almost everything I've written. I've <laughs> voice acted, I've directed. Um, but if I could just make something magically appear, and I realize real life gets in the way of things sometimes, I would love to see a conclusion to some of our shows that, for whatever reason, had to end abruptly. Mm -hmm. um, Tabula Rasa and Vegas, I would love to see. And I know discussions have have happened on both of those. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we, it's cool that we've managed to get the, the band back together for Jess Avalon Patriot, for the most part. So I, it would be really neat to do that as well for for those shows and just you know give them you know the the, the proper send offs for both of those. That would be that would be awesome. I, I know. Yeah, for whatever reasons, things ended or indefinitely paused, but the the shows were so well done. Um, Vegas being all of the. Um, not nursery rhyme, but um, fairy tale mm. stuff put together. Um, and you guys were just brilliant in it. Susan, you <laughs> were great. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. That would be, um, I don't, I think the likelihood of uh, especially Vegas uh, coming back in any form is uh, very, very, very infinitesimally small. I don't think that's going to happen um M? look i i i'm just lucky to be a part of any of the shows so i would just like to the only thing i wish i could change is myself and getting my lines in on time um <laughs> that's and i'm sure tilly and susan would appreciate that as well um i i just i love the diversity of the shows and i love the opportunities that it provides and i want to change 0% of that, except for making more time in my own world to, you know, possibly earn a chance to voice something else in one of these shows. Cause they've, they've all been, as I look at the list, like I forget how, I forget how vast the pendant library is and how beautiful and, and I forget to look and see what's available. And, um, 
I've been recently watching Warrior Nun and I had all these flashbacks of writing the line with Chris and like, this sounds a lot like our show. Did they steal us? Um, right? <laughs> um, well, we had something very similar to that. What's that going on? But all of it, like, I, the only thing I would change is my ability and talent to be part of more of it. I, I 100%. Fun fact, okay. the line was actually my first show that, was, that I had any lines in. And so that's, it's your fault and I'm still here. It's Chris's, oh my God, the, the line, the first time Chris sent me the very first script, I printed it out double-sided um, and it was a three inch binder. <laughs> and there were so many storylines in it that we took a couple of months sitting and reading. I would go to the local diner and I would sit there and read and make notes and make notes. And then we'd get together on Skype and like, do we need this? Do we need this? How about this? Let's then this. It was the most fun I think I've ever had creating something with um, like, well, Chris created it. I just judged a little here and there. And it was that process was very attractive. Like, I want to do this forever. And then when I realized, like, I have to pay a mortgage and <laughs> all right, let's I bought a house and then I was like, oh, well, you know, hobbies are can't you're not ready to turn this into a real a real job job. You're not there. So I, I loved the line. It was super fun and really weird. We wrote some weird shit. That was that was a show that could could be very polarizing but i i yeah. loved it because yeah but and polarizing things can be really good and the, i yeah the first time i got someone who was very christian they wrote me a note like i can't believe that as a catholic yada, yada, yada. and i wrote back well also as a catholic yada 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 and like i appreciate that you listen to the show i hear everything that you have to say about it everyone has opinions and you you know you have the choice to not listen and they continue to listen <laughs> yeah but because like, it was that good i love that like all of the shows get conversations going genesis avalon kingery you know vegas did it and like shakespeare i love that shakespeare show takes different twists with stuff and you know there's there's always something there to have a conversation about and seminar always throws some sort of shit that you're like what so it's it's a fun playground to play in so when you get you know when the cool kids invite you you bring like extra rice crispy treats and you have fun yeah i mean seminars is is the only show that we've had so far that i'm aware of that has had a talking penis so thanks that's all thanks to that was mine Oh my stars and garters! Holy yeah, cow. we've got something for everyone. <laughs> that is someone, out, someone out there, that is for them. There's, there's your log line right there. Like, let's get the t-shirts going. <laughs> something for everyone, and then everyone is in like italics. And yeah, find emoji. Do you? Oh, like I still have some of my old t-shirts, my old pendant t-shirts. There was a tote bag at one time. I wonder where, I know I still have it somewhere. I think there, I have a Dixie tote bag. Yeah, we technically still have a store, but it never uh, sold enough anything to warrant uh, putting new stuff up there. Uh, so few people ever, ever got anything and we got so little money from it. Like we'd sell the t-shirt and get 50 cents. It's like, great, <laughs> this is not helpful. So uh, yeah, anyway, Jordan. 
you had another yeah. question or something, I think, and we got off on <laughs> fucking penis tangents. Yeah. Hey, you know That's what? That happens. It happens. Uh, <laughs> um, well, I was going to ask you and Tilly, or you and Susan, um, do you know the the thing that you haven't done yet that you want to do? You haven't answered that one yet. Oh, but we talked about that last month. I mean, I don't think there's one specific thing really. You know, I, I, we'd love to continue Henderson and Havner. I'd love to write the Dixie follow-ups. We'd love to continue <laughs> Active Radio, Active Radio. I wish we had our own studio that actors could come in and record in or, you know, it, but we just, it's, there's only, there's only a few of us and there's only so much time, so. Yeah, it's true. But it says a lot about you guys and people we have here at Pendant that we work with such a skeleton crew and have been putting out such quality product for such a long time. And, you know, we do it for free, you know, for the, mm -hmm. you know, for almost everything. I mean, we've had a couple of things that were, hey, but that was it. And yeah. that's been an amazing thing to be a part of too. Um, as, you know, as podcasts have become such a huge thing over the years. I mean, when, when I started on here podcasting, there was like four or five groups doing it. Now everybody's got, got, their podcast dramas and but the way that we do it is still my favorite way because we're doing it for for love we're not doing it you know we're not trying it's not, it's not like an actual side hustle or anything this is just fun it's like community theater mm -hmm. and the, i love being a part of that well said yeah it's definitely you know it was something i could count on as a listener that um once a month on the third wednesday of the month i knew this show was coming out yeah and on the second tuesday this other show is coming out and it was um something to look forward to and during times that were hard it was something that was able to give me something to look forward to to keep me going on um and um get you know work to get through some of those tough tough times so for me pendant has been more than just you know oh i'm a fan of this great entertainment it was you know something that kept me going sometimes so. i'm glad we could do that but that's, that's always like the most rewarding thing, you know, you make these shows and you throw them out into the void and a lot of people listen and few people comment, not very many people will tell you unless they get mad about something, right? <laughs> right. Um, but I still remember this was years ago now. Um, but the most um, meaningful thing, I guess, that had happened to me from a listener um, is that uh, a woman contacted me and said that her son listened to our shows and he was paraplegic. And um, so he couldn't even like really watch television easily. Uh, that was difficult for him, but he could put on headphones and listen and he loved our shows. And they meant a lot to him. And could we uh, uh, send him copies of them so that he would always have them in case like their internet went out or whatever. And so I took like every episode of every show we had and I burned CDs and I sent them to him and he was just over oh. the moon. And that was like the most yeah. awesome. Oh, the most lovely. beautiful thing to know that you can touch people like that, you know? That's so lovely. Yeah. That's awesome. So, um, it's for me being able to do the interviews and stuff that 
so before Tilly contacted me about that, about doing the interviews, I would listen to commentaries and be like, I would love to be able to like, just like weigh in on stuff and, you know, be part of it, right? So then you sent me that email and it was just made my brain implode. And um, sorry, train of thought derailed. <laughs> um, I've always wanted to do like jump in on a commentary or do a fan commentary thing for some of the shows. It's been in the back of my head to toss at you guys. Um, you know, just answering my own question. Um, all right, so I'm looking at the clock and again, being respectful of Tilly's time. Um, is there anything that folks want to say to kind of wrap up um, the first of hopefully, you know, some more round tables um, in the future? Um, Samantha, do you want to start? Sure. Um, I just want to thank Susan and Tilly for even making sure that this space exists for everybody. Um, it's been a really fun time getting the opportunity um, that nobody else would have given me with zero experience <laughs> and training. Tilly trained me. So um, it's this is a wonderful space that I am just so proud and humbled to be a part of. Well, let me just say um, thank you, but also um, you are one of the best examples uh, that I always throw out to people of where I can train directors, but I'm never as good as them. And you have so far surpassed my own directing ability. That oh it, no. It, yes. No, and that's it, crazy. it fills my heart with joy to, to see directors be able to do that because I know how to do it and I know what sounds good, but I'm not the best at it. And I know that it's okay. I'm, I'm fine with it. Um, but it, when I hear things that you've done in Major Machine and that blow my mind, I'm like, that is so good. And I never would have thought of that. <laughs> and I love that. I love when people surpass me in the thing I trained them in. It's it's one of my favorite things in the world. And so uh, you and Jillian have both done that. Uh, you're both so, so much better than I have ever been. Um, and I love that. So I'm so glad we have you working with us. I'm just gonna go fall down and and fall over myself now from that wonderful compliment. <laughs> Thank you. Dylan? Um, for me, it's just, this has been an amazing group of people to be a part of. And I, you know, all of you, I consider friends and family, chosen family. Um, it's a wonderful, I'm proud to be a part of it. And you know, to have you all in my life because it really has been life-changing in a few cases. Um, obviously, uh, you know, the, the exterior decorating I've been doing over the past year especially has <laughs> come as, as uh, you know, realizing what needed to happen there comes as a direct result of the friendships I've made in Pendant uh, and being able to find my true self. And so it's just wonderful to have such amazing people and be a part of the part of it and to get to play with them. It's fabulous. Thank you. Em? I mean, my list is long, but I will try and be succinct and not overly verbose as is my way. Um, <laughs> I'm just grateful for the opportunity to have been able to stretch my legs that I didn't even know I had 
um, to play with comedy, to play with drama, to act at all, to know that all the doofy voices I would make up while reading the books out loud in the car on car trips to my family, like I got to actually do something super fun with those and has led to some professional stuff too, which is kind of fun. Um, to led to meeting a whole new group of people in my area who had a, a book club that they watched a movie and they would meet once a month and talk about the movie or the TV show. And they chose one of the shows that, uh, that, that the Bridgeses produced ages ago. And, and they recognized Marley on a cruise wearing the t-shirt of that show and said, Oh my God, we're totally listening to that. And it's awesome. And then invited Marley and myself, Marley Norton, and myself and a couple other folks to come to their house and talk about Pendant. And they've become, this group went from like, I'm going to talk about this show I'm on to some of my closest, dearest friends in the world. The, like, who knew that just searching for a podcast in 20, in 2005 would lead to a whole new branch of, of memories. And, and I'm very grateful for that. Thanks for letting me be an elevator, Tilly. <laughs> You're the best elevator I ever knew. I also love, I do want to share like when Kingery was uh, casting Mage, Major, and I remember distinctly sending in uh, an audition like, why can't a mook be a chick? And I will never, ever forget that winning that, like winning that role. And it is one of my favorite, like I find myself in very mage ways many times, but like it was one of the best things in the world. And like, it pushed me to try many, many other things too. Like that was another pivotal point for me. Like, why do you, why are you sticking to just one particular kind of role? Audition for anything. No one says it has to be, it can always evolve. I'm super grateful for that. You've been fantastic as major. Yes. Agreed. Mage is just M, but from Jersey. But <laughs> How many skulls have you cracked, M? You know, it, between sweaters <laughs> and skulls, it could be, you know, in the millions, but it's all right. <laughs> That's actually uh, something that uh, I'll mention about Major is when I was putting all of the um, Kingery credits into IMDb, um, there were a lot of roles and characters that I had forgotten about, you know, from like 10 years ago that just had small parts. And uh, I remember that Major was one of those. Yep. Uh, when she first appeared, she was barely in the season, only like two or three times. And it wasn't a lot, but I remember it was one of those roles where we heard the performance and we're like, no, 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 we're bringing her back because that's too good. And now Major is like, you know, one of the biggest roles on the show. Uh, and we all adore her, so. It's like the dude from Battlestar Galactica because he was sucking on the lollipop during the one scene. They're like, "That's he's pretty charming. Let's bring him back. Um, <laughs> like, I feel like that guy. Mage's charm was my lollipop. <laughs> Susan and Tilly, do you want to close out or do you want me to close out? Um, I think the only, the only thing I have to add is that uh, Pendant has given us a lot of, oh, I guess now you could say lifelong friends and uh, chosen family. And it is the most important thing it taught us is about the value of collaborative art. 
and how much better it is to make things with other people than to make things by yourself in a vacuum. Um, if, you know, if I had a, the ability to voice act and have a bunch of different voices and I recorded all of them myself and then directed it myself and wrote it myself, uh, it would be one thing. It wouldn't be as good. It wouldn't be as good, even if I was an excellent voice actor, which I'm not, which is why I don't do much of it. Uh, but, um, but you hear an actor do something with a role that you never would have thought of. You hear a director take a scene that you maybe weren't that happy with and turn it into something beautiful. And uh, that doesn't happen if you don't open your work and your hearts up to other people to make something together that is greater than the sum of its parts. And it, I love that. I love it so much. Collaborative art is my favorite thing. Um, so, uh, and, and Pendant gave that to us um, and it's beautiful. And we are so appreciative of yeah. all the people that they're giving their time and right. sharing in the frustrations and headaches and all of those things. Right, there's all so together. many road bumps and, and whatnot that we hit along the way, but uh, we're all in it together and that's the best thing. It's a, I don't know, I've always felt like we have a really big, uh, a, a team feel you know it's not like there's the shows aren't siloed off from each other we all directors from one show will pitch in on another to help out if one director gets behind or needs a little assistance uh if if something happens and an actor has to drop out we we find other actors who are willing to step up uh, and to help out uh you know with really fast turnarounds sometimes so the director doesn't get uh sort of put up on the chopping block and have not have enough time to get their their stuff done and um so yeah just the, the the remarkable kindness and friendship that everyone in Pendant has for each other and the way they always help each other out. It's its a beautiful thing that I'm very thankful for. Yeah, we see that in the Discord chat too when we're just doing, you know, when we're just chatting. There's a yeah. Discord? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm still stuck on Yahoo and AOL. So you efforts, like I need, I need, I need a youngster to come and teach me what's going on. <laughs> Will uh, I'll send you an invite. Thank after you. we're done yeah sure <laughs> sorry no it's fine <laughs> i'll shut up now we'll be delighted to have you pop in yes okay. absolutely <laughs> sorry, <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna go take my geritol and my third nap today <laughs> Um, Susan, do you have anything to add? No, I added it. Okay. I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> do you have um, to shout it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I support the shouting. Do it. Do it. I think I knew you would. Do it again. <laughs> Thank you. Perfect. Okay, one more time with feeling. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> This is the point where people both miss me and like, oh, is she done yet? That, that's that's the sentiment I bring to the table. So I'm I'm just gonna say, cause I kind of said a lot of what I could say earlier. Um, first, thank you for, you know, Pendant because it really has been awesome for me as a fan and a listener and then getting pulled in and being able to be a part of it. And um, as a colleague of mine 
said to me when you sent me that email, like, should I do it? Can I do it? Am I, you know, am I really like somebody who should do it? She's like, dude, you need a hobby. So thank you. Because it really, um, it really has been um, a fantastic experience for me. And everything else that I could say, I said before, and it's really hard to follow what you said, Tilly. So um, I'll just kind of leave it at that. Um, I well, thank, thank, I want to thank you for the interviews and for 10 years of doing them, which blows my mind. Uh, that's so much. And that's so many interviews that you've done. And, um, and you know I think, how I felt when you sent me that email. <laughs> well, the, the thing is that we, we wanted we had to bring other people in to, to do the interviews because I didn't have the time to do them. And uh, we want to be sure we give that time to spotlight the people that do all of this work, you know, let them talk about their acting or their writing or their directing in ways that they usually might not get to and, mm -hmm. and give them a, a spotlight and, and a place to do that. And um, you're the one who makes that possible. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really important thing um, that, that we give all these people who do this great work a chance to talk about why they do it and how they do it and what it means to them to do this work and what else they're working on and and you know just get to know them as people beyond just a voice in a script or in a show or what have you so uh we wouldn't have that without you because i i don't have the time still to do them um and so i think that's a really valuable thing that you provide and you're amazing thank you um it has been an absolute blast i love doing it um getting to speak to all of the people um that i otherwise would have just been like oh my god that's oh my god that's that person um and i still do that sometimes <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i absolutely love it too thank you for that yay so, it's a love fest <laughs> <laughs> i i absolutely could sit here for hours and hours even if we weren't recording i'm hanging out with all of you it's just super fun that we got that we get to do this kind of thing. Um, I'm hoping we get to do some more roundtables. I think that uh, getting to hear people interact like this um, is kind of lets people see, you know, behind the curtain a bit and kind of let your hair down and people that they wouldn't necessarily hear together in, in one of the shows yeah it was a good idea yay have so smurfly <laughs> so um i want to thank all of you um and jillian's uh, samantha susan and tilly um for taking the time today um i won't do bullet questions because it'll just be really hard to do with so many people. Um, and the Tilly who has to edit this show thanks you. <laughs> and we're all on social media in one way or another, and people can look up the interviews of people to hear those at the end of their interviews on the pendant website. On the Whatever's left. Yeah. <laughs> on the pendant page, or on the uh, twit page. And um, so thank you all. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you. And as I say, even when they're here, we'll kick this back to Susan and Tilly.
You never get enough of us. <laughs> the interview is over. <laughs> Bye. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview. It's over. Coming out Wednesday, December 7th, Kingery, Season 12, Episode 3. A hot dog stand? I mean, they gotta pay their dues just like everyone else. Of course, but surely this isn't actually worth the trouble for some pocket change. Oh damn, that's a long line. And it's also a good opportunity to start, you know going by Phoebe. Introducing myself with a new name. Again. Hooray. Hey, you hungry? You Ugh. want some hot dogs? You can You're get right, them though. right here. If I'm not keeping Stephanie, I need to rip off the band-aid and try something different. Ah, look. <laughs> Even Bucko is up at the front. Hey, Bucko! Hey, Major. Hello, boss. Nice, fresh hot dogs. Just wait well, for you. should we right go here. and get a couple of dogs? Along with the money, obviously. Mage, you do know what's in hot dogs, right? Coming out Wednesday, December 21st, Seminar, episode 108. 108? Whatever, that's fine. Detective Jessica Cunningham. Mr. Telling you my real name wouldn't help any, so we might as well go with just Billy. Sure. So where are you from, Just Billy? Upstate New York. Okay. And what do you do, Billy? What's your day job? Technically, I'm in the Army. <laughs> Gotta tell you, Billy, if you were in the Army, I feel like we would know about it by now. The DNA and shit I gave you doesn't matter. It's all gonna come back negative anyway. Also, I haven't technically joined the Army yet. So you want to join the Army, you mean? You sign papers and you're waiting for basic or... I went to West Point. Graduated ah, shit. uh, uh, 15 years ago? It's fuzzy. The transit messes with your memory. 15 years ago, give or take, let's say. For me, at least. For you? The point? Yeah. For me, it was 15 years ago. Give or take. For you, though, I haven't been born yet. Shit. <laughs> My father hasn't even been born yet. Coming out Wednesday, December 21st, Genesis Avalon Patriot, Episode 9. <laughs> Natalie's gone. She's... She's gone. How... How could this happen? Okay, hold on. What do you mean she's gone? She's in London. We're in freaking New York. She is gone. Leo, I... I cannot feel her. I'm... I've always felt something between Natalie and myself. A connection. A sense of comfort. Belonging. Our souls orbit one another. Jane and Sam have the same kind of connection, and I'm sure if you were less bullheaded, you'd see that you and Gwen have the same as well. Rude. Even when we left, I knew she was fine. That feeling has remained with me through all of this until... Until now. So... So what's that mean? She's... She's dead? I don't know! La la la, the show is almost done. Yay!
Okay, that's it. That's all we're done. That's the show. <gasps> the show is over now. No, but no, that would have my voice in the middle of it. Damn it. Well, it's fine. No, because I want to clip it out and add it to the one that so I... you want me to do it again? Do it again. <laughs> That's the show! The show is over now. Yes. <laughs> one day the end I give you singing that is going to be like 20 minutes it's long and I'm going to be so happy. too long. They can stop at any time they want. So, okay. All right. It's not even like 30 seconds. All right. Whatever. Let's move on. Whatever. Okay. We're done. All right. And it's December, and it is soon to be the new year, so I hope you all have a very nice new year. And a healthy and safe holiday season. Holiday season. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Amazing. Thank you. Oh, yes. Aww. Okay. <laughs> be sure to stop by the website at pendantaudio.com, the Facebook page at facebook.com slash pendantaudio, the Twitter at pendantweb. We are on Tumblr at pendantaudio.tumblr.com, and you can find us as Pendant Productions on YouTube. We will see you back here next year. This is Susan Bridges. And Tilly Bridges. Thanks for listening. I don't got nothing else. I'm done. Bye. Don't leave that in. No, this will be the tag at the end. Oh, God. <laughs> the theme to TWIP is Mr. Exposition by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0. The end of the show. At the end of the show. At the end of the show. At the end of the show. That's the end of the show. That's the end of the show. That's the show. The show is over now.